Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. American songwriter and singer Bob Frankie's Advent song, Say Yes, celebrates the most extraordinary yes in history. Here are some of the lyrics. Can we hear this as a directive in our own lives? When the angel arrives, there will be terror, but say yes. The sound of wings like the breaking of a mirror, but say yes. It will arrive when you're little and you're scared. It will lay claim to the things you've never shared. And though your heart and your soul are unprepared, say yes. And it may tear you from home and family, but say yes. It may demand you become a refugee, but say yes. And when you're cold and you're hungry and you're poor, when you're in pain in a room without a door, and when the angel returns and asks for more, say yes. And my favorite verse, when the legions of angels call you blessed, say yes. And were you faithful in each and every test, say yes. And when they ask you in story and in song, were you upheld and protected all along? Did the power of the Spirit keep you strong? Say yes. Right about now, most of us are intimately in touch with say no. No to a strange new normal, no to feeling safe and sound, no to a warm embrace, and to so much we cherish. This morning, I invite you to join me in entertaining, yes. French philosopher and author, Albert Camus may and may not have written, in the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. I realized it all, that in the midst of winter, there was within me an invincible summer. And that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. Shonda Rhimes is best known as the creator, lead writer, and executive producer 
of the television drama Grey's Anatomy. She is not someone I would think of as a no person. But one Thanksgiving, her sister said to her, you never say yes to anything. It was a moment of epiphany. Chandra knew it was true and knew it was making her potentially very big life very small. For one year, she decided I would say yes to all things that scared me. Anything that made me nervous, took me out of my comfort zone, I forced myself to say yes. And a crazy thing happened. The very act of doing the thing that scared me undid the fear. Shonda is an introvert, but she says, my social anxiety, my fear of public speaking, poof, gone. It's amazing, the power of one word, yes. The most powerful yes, Shonda said, was not to bigger and better career opportunities or to getting in the best shape of her life, although those things happen too. The most profound yes was to her toddler who asked her one morning, want to play? Despite the fact that she was heading out the door late to an appointment, Shonda Rhimes honored her year of yes and spent the next 15 minutes playing with her daughter. And in that brief window, she experienced what she calls the hum, a deep flow state of creativity and fulfillment that she had previously only known while working. In fact, the hum had been fading in her life, but this little play break brought it back. And after that, each yes in her life, both small and large, brought it back. Finally, she had the key to the hum. It was simply saying yes to what she loved. There's a reason the art of improvisation is founded on the phrase, yes and. Unlike no, which shuts things down, yes is the sound of a door opening. Yes, we might fail. But when yes becomes a spiritual practice, as we build the muscle of yes, we create a risk-free environment, an environment that welcomes and celebrates possibility, opportunity, innovation, and risk, until it doesn't feel so risky to try something new. British business magnate and philanthropist Sir Richard Branson, founder of the Virgin Group, says, life is a lot more fun when we say yes. It's amazing how that one little word can lead us on an incredible adventure. These days, there's a special challenge in being attentive to a spark of curiosity or creativity. Fear rather than love is vying for the driver's seat. But if amidst the infinite number of reasons to say no, you detect a still small voice of yes, pay attention. Saying yes is not about feeling pressured to do something we don't wanna do or about being a yes person. It's about following that lead of our heart, even if it scares us. Is there a little cheerleader keeping that yes alive inside of you? America entrepreneur Maria uh, Forleo says, start before you're ready. Life and luck favor the bold.
Is there a yes hanging in the balance for you today? Well, maybe you say it's a yes, but the timing isn't right. I say opportunity doesn't tend to have perfect timing. What if this chance doesn't come again? Maybe regret is the biggest risk of all. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs counseled, remembering that you're going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. Almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. In 2012, an Australian palliative care nurse named Bonnie Ware published a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. At the end of their lives, when questioned about anything they would do differently, she says, common themes surfaced again and again. They are, one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. This was the first and most common regret, the biggest no of all. Two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came from every male patient that I nursed, says Bonnie. As norms have changed, this regret will soon be coming from everyone else as well. So much no to joy. Three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. As it turns out, keeping the peace can mean sacrificing inner peace and trading it for bitterness and resentment. Another big no. Four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. People express deep regrets about not giving friendships the time they deserve, says Bonnie Ware. Everyone misses their friends when they're dying. And five, I wish I had let myself be happier. So much of happiness, she says, is a choice. They had stayed stuck. The so-called comfort of familiarity and fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content when deep within they longed for joy. Yes can feel hard, inconvenient, uncomfortable, just like growing, changing, becoming. Yes breaks in on our laziness, mindless habits, and the monotony we haven't quite named. It buys us a chance at renewal and excitement just one well-placed yes has the power to change the trajectory of our lives. 21 years ago, Patrice Keegan invited me to join her in a women's peacemaking initiative being organized by Ambassador Swanee Hunt, a December colloquium of 100 women from around the world who had played significant roles in post-conflict healing in their war-torn countries. 
I won't belabor this, but let me just say that the ministry in December is a little busy. Plus, our then 10 and 11-year-old daughters were very excited about all things Christmas. The decorating, the tree, the cookies, the presents, Santa. They were in every concert and pageant. They wanted to go to every craft fair, tree lighting, carol sing, and party, not to mention the Boston Gay Men's Chorus Concert, Black Nativity, and both versions of the Nutcracker. December is indisputably the worst time for me to say yes to anything but the possibility of more sleep. While my rational mind signaled an unremitting no, I said yes. On the very first day of the colloquium, I left Arlington Street and headed to the Kennedy School. I arrived early and settled into the middle of a large auditorium. Of all the peacemakers I was excited to meet, the South Africans had already stolen my heart. President Nelson Mandela was my hero. I idolized the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's Archbishop Desmond Tutu and Pumla Gobodo Madikizela. 19 Decembers earlier, I had contracted bilateral pneumonia while protesting apartheid at Bank of Boston. It was worth it. Just as I pulled out my little lunch, who should appear in the doorway but the 10 women South African delegation? Dressed in their beautiful, brilliantly colored long skirts, headscarves, and beaded necklaces, they could have sat anywhere, but they came to sit with me, five to my left and five to my right. I was too excited even to cry. I did the only thing I could think to do, which was to offer the PB&J in my hand to the woman to my left. And to my surprise, she took it, broke off a small piece, and passed it to the woman next to her. Down the line went my humble sandwich, each woman breaking off a little bit. And then it circled back to me and I passed it to my right where each woman did the same. The last bite came back to me. We all looked at each other and at the same moment began to eat a peanut butter and jelly communion. So my relationship began with these extraordinary women. Along the way, I met Arch, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and I'm honored to call Pumla Gobodo Marikazela my friend. Thank you, Patrice. And thanks to the yes that delivered me to years of the women of women waging peace and to the heart of one of the greatest experiences of my life. What's a time in your life you said yes when it would have been easier to say no? Aren't you so glad you didn't miss it? Beloved spiritual companions, let's close as we opened with just these few lines from Bob Frankie's Say Yes. When the angel arrives, there will be terror, but say yes. The sound of wings like the breaking of a mirror, but say yes. It will arrive when you're little and you're scared. It will lay claims to things you never shared. And though your heart and your soul are unprepared, say yes. When the legions of angels call you blessed, say yes. And were you faithful in each and every test?
say yes. And when they ask you in story and in song, were you upheld and protected all along? Did the power of the Spirit keep you strong? Say yes. Say yes. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart and namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Our benediction is from Bob Frankie. When the legions of angels call you blessed, say yes. And were you faithful in each and every test, say yes. And when they ask you in story and in song, were you upheld and protected all along? Did the power of the Spirit keep you strong? Say yes. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.